to the final episode of our summer special series of As You Go. As You Go is a podcast meant to encourage and disciple women who are daily trying to follow Jesus while balancing all of the things in their lives like work, family, friendships, mental and physical health, and so much more. I'm Kathy, hosting alongside Miranda. Hey, Miranda. Hello, hello. How are you doing? I am doing so great, so great. I'm excited about today. And also, I cannot believe it is the final episode of our summer series. I know, right? It just flew by. It really did. In case you're just tuning in, our church is doing a summer series on the Book of Romans called Masterclass. And we're going through Romans verse by verse during the series. We've also had some scripture memorization challenge, which has been really, really fun. And I'm going to just say that word again, very, very challenging. Mm -hmm. It's not too late. If you haven't listened to this series, you can go back and you'll be able to hear from different teaching pastors from different Rolling Hills campuses, walking through all of Romans, just book by book, and sometimes verse by verse. During this series, we are talking with members of our Rolling Hills staff and getting their insights. Today, we are talking with Kaylee Alessi. How are you doing, Kaylee? I'm doing great. How Good. are you? Doing great. We're so excited to have you with us today. So for those of you that don't know, um, Kaylee is our kids director at our Columbia campus. Mm-hmm. Um, she's going to be wrapping up the book of Romans with us today by discussing chapters 15 and 16. So just to get started, Kaylee, can you share a little bit about who you are and what your role is here at Rolling Hills? Sure. Um, so as you said, my name is Kaylee. I am a wife. I'm a mother of two sweet little girls. Um, and my family and I just recently moved uh, back to Tennessee from New York City. I say back to Tennessee because my I, I kind of grew up here. I finished high school here, went to college here in Nashville. And um, now we are back, and I'm so happy to be here and part of Rolling Hills. As you said, I'm the kids director for our Columbia campus, and I've been in this role for about six months. So I'm pretty new, but it's just been so exciting to dive in, and Rolling Hills just feels like home to us. It's it's amazing. Right, and there's some exciting things happening at our Columbia campus. There are. Um, They have a new building. Yes. Anything you want to say about that? We are just so eager and so excited to get there. (laughs) It's It's been a long time time coming and I know they're you know they're they're still working on things there's still things to do but we're just so thankful that we have this space and we just can't wait to see what God does through that space for our community absolutely so for our listeners when Kaylee came in the, earlier we're like hey you know Kaylee this is how podcast works all that <laughs> do you, you have any experience with podcasts she's like well actually I have experience with radio so we're like okay <laughs> we will step aside we and we will we have a professional here so um, please don't judge us in comparison to her oh it's tough <laughs> right. you, can, you can give us tips as we go though that's we'll, right we will take as those. you go as we go yeah. look at there I see what you did there <laughs> yes, we think we're funny. But um, so, Kaylee, can you just tell us a little bit about your faith journey? Were there any significant events or seasons that God has used in your life to grow you to be more like Jesus? Yes, absolutely. There are two very um, specific times in life that come to mind. The first one, well, first of all, I'll explain that I grew up in a Christian home. My both my parents were believers, and so I'm just so blessed to have known Jesus from the very beginning and have had that walk with him throughout my entire life. Um, the first time that I really felt that I was tested and kind of had to come to faith in my own was when I was, it was after college, actually, when I first moved 
to New York City. So I studied at Belmont University. I went uh, and musical theater, which was an amazing experience. And then I went to New York right afterwards. I wanted to be on Broadway. And so when I moved to New York, it was really the first time in my life that I was really challenged in my faith because I wasn't in that community of believers anymore. I wasn't in my parents' household. I wasn't at Belmont, a Christian university anymore, it was the first time that I really had to come to my faith on my own. And I got to New York and I was so focused on theater and waking up at 4 a.m. every day to go to auditions and doing all the survival jobs. That's, that's what they call them when you're in, in theater, those jobs that help you actually pay the bills because actors just don't make a lot of money. So I'm doing all of these things and I'm just not putting God at the center and I'm not making him a priority. And I I tell you to this day, it is the loneliest I've ever felt. It is It was the hardest time in my life. I'm in this city with millions of people, and I felt so alone and so lost because I wasn't putting God at the center. And it wasn't until I started getting plugged back into a church and I actually started volunteering in kids' ministry that I really was like, oh, like, Lord, this is what I'm missing, that my relationship with you. I'm not putting that first. And so that was the first time that I realized, like, I don't have other people helping me along this walk. This is something that I have to prioritize for myself. And that was a really eye-opening moment for me of this is the choice that I need to make to follow the Lord and to make him the center of my life. Um, the other thing that really helped uh, me grow and uh, the way that the Lord has just um, opened up my eyes to my walk with him and growing with him has just been the season of life that I'm in right now. Um, as a mom, uh, we've just had a lot that's happened to us within the past, I would say, year and a half. Um, so to backtrack just a little bit, um, in December of 2021, we found out that my mom was diagnosed with liver cancer. Oh. And I was also pregnant with my second child at that time. We had her in July of 2022, so almost a year ago. She'll be a year very soon, <laughs> which I can't believe. Um and then shortly after I had her, um, we got the news that my mom probably had 30 days to live. And we were living in New York City at the time. And my husband and I felt so called to be in New York. We both had great jobs there. We were just so happy to be in the city. We felt this is where God was calling us. And then as soon as we heard that about my mom, we said, you know what? Maybe God has other plans. And so we prayed about it a lot. Robert started looking for jobs here in Nashville so that we could move closer to family he got a job very quickly in November of 2022. We moved in December. So we literally packed up our whole wow. lives in six weeks with a newborn and a toddler and moved here. We moved here on December 22nd. We got three days with my mom and then she passed the day after Christmas on December 26th. And so, of course, losing my mom was so hard. It was so sad. Um, but on top of that, we're having to deal with transitioning to a new home. We were first-time homebuyers in January. We had to buy a car because we didn't have a, a car in New York. So many things, having to like walk with our kids through this transition of a whole new life, having to walk through it ourselves. And there, I mean, we've just been through so, so much this, this past year and a half. And people ask me, how are you doing? And I can't help but smile and say, like, I feel so at peace and that is because of the Lord. Like that is 100% because of my walk with him and my my dedication to prioritizing my mental health, 
Um, I I was with a counselor for about two years because I suffered from some postpartum depression and anxiety with my first kid. So, you know, making my mental health a priority, but also like walking with the Lord and just like feeling him holding my hand through everything and knowing I just have to let go and let God um, has been just, it's been so amazing to just go through what my family has gone through in the past year and a half and still be so at peace. Um, It's just been life-changing and it's really made me realize just what an amazing friend uh, Jesus is to me. Um, yeah. So those are those are two big things in my life. Yeah. That those I are like. big. Those are big. But yeah. I also love how the Lord uses some of the hardest times in our life to teach us so much more about him. You know, what did practically speaking, what did it look like for you? What does it still look like for you to stay pressed in and focused on the Lord? That's a very good question. Um, I would say I have really good seasons in life where I am walking with the Lord and it's going great. And then there are seasons where it's really hard and I'm not perfect at it. But I do, when I think about the times that I'm excelling at it, I realize that it's the intentionality that makes the difference. It's making sure that I'm being intentional about setting aside time. And I know that looks different for everyone. For me, that looks like sitting down with my calendar and saying, okay, this week, what time can I prioritize to just be with the Lord? Whether that's reading scripture, whether that's just doing something that I enjoy so that I can delight in the Lord and the things that he's provided for us. So I sit down and I say, okay, can I have an hour or two at some point this week to do that? So making sure scheduling that time, but also asking for help because especially as a mom, it's hard to do those things because you're needed all the time. So asking for help, whether it's from my sweet husband or a family member to say, Hey, can you just watch the kids for an hour or two? So I can have uninterrupted time. Um, I know that's, that's when I feel closest with the Lord. That's when I know that, you know, I'm just, I'm able to be fully present is when I'm making sure I set aside time and then also asking for help. Cause you are in, I mean, Miranda and I were a little older in age, um, and our kids are a little bit older. And so that allows a little bit, I, I would say, even though we work full-time freedom, you know, with some of our, our time of not watching little people, making sure we're keeping them fed, you know, keeping them alive. Um, well, we are still worried about keeping them alive and fed. <laughs> I but don't think that will ever go away, right? <laughs> that will never go away. Um, but in a different way, right? Than a almost one year old and a, you know, one that's a little over two years old. That takes a lot of time. It um, does. And, and it's such a beautiful gift to have those seasons with little people. But it's also harder to carve out that intentional time, uninterrupted mm-hmm. time. It's very So hard. I appreciate the it's okay to ask for help sometimes, right? Yeah, it is It is so okay, and I am horrible at it, and it's something that I've had to work on for a very mm-hmm. long time, and motherhood has really brought that out of me. If it takes a community, you can't, you can't yeah. do it alone. you got to ask for help. Yeah. So, Are there certain times of day that are better for you or maybe a certain spot that you love? Yeah, um, that's a great question. I'm not a morning person, so mornings are not for me. It's really hard for me to get up before my kids to do that. I tend to really thrive at night. Maybe that's the actor performer in me. So usually it's when the kids go to sleep where I have time that I can be alone or I pick a Saturday and I just say, Robert, 
can I have a little bit of time? That's my husband's name, Robert. And uh, yeah, so a Saturday or usually at night once the girls are asleep is when I can prioritize that time. And I love I love what you said about intentionality, because um, I think that's the case for all of us, no matter what season we're in. Um, if you kind of just wait, you know, s- waiting for some time to sort of pop up. Yeah, <laughs> it, we all know that it's just not going to happen. Yep. <laughs> so being intentional and carving out that time, I think, is really good. Yeah, I like to think of it as you know, like any relationship you would have with anyone or a, or a task or a hobby that you really enjoy in life. If you prioritize it, you have to set aside time for that. It's the same way with, with our relationship with the Lord. We have to think of it that way. Otherwise, it just won't get done. That's so true. So um, Romans, talking about our, our master class series, it's just one of those books of the Bible. And we've talked about this on previous podcasts about it's just so rich and there's so much to consume in it. Mm -hmm. So much beauty and (laughs) truth and, um, you know, obviously the gospel, which is absolutely just is for us, whether we are just now walking into a relationship with the Lord or whether we have, like you said, you know, known the Lord for a really long time, there's something to learn, something to glean, something to grow in, in our understanding. Um, in this book of the Bible, what have you been the most excited about as we've walked through this? That is a great question. Um, I love, I get, I am obsessed with series that really break things down for us. I like things to be simplified. I feel like so many times when I open the Bible, I'm like, what are we talking about here? Like, what does this mean? I don't understand. So I love, I love, love, love that we're really breaking it down you know, chapter by chapter, verse by verse, that really excites me because I can really get a better understanding. and I'm able to connect the word a little bit better. So that's been really just inspirational for me. Um, my husband and I also joke about this ever since the Masterclass series started. M- my husband calls um, Romans the Christianity for dummies, which I think is so true. <laughs> I love that. I'm a planner. I'm a coordinator. I'm a very organized person. So I love that you can open Romans and it literally gives you a step-by-step of like, this is what the gospel is. And here is how we can live a life like Christ. It really is that step-by-step guide for us. And that's been so encouraging to me is to sit there and say, yeah, like this is what I'm supposed to be doing. This is how my mindset needs to be if I'm really Christ-like. And I just find that it's so important for us as Christians to sit down and really try to understand what Paul is is saying. Mm-hmm. So that's been really awesome for me. Absolutely. Um, so now we're going to dig a little deeper. Um, so the last couple of weeks we've been going through Romans chapters 15 and 16. So I know this is kind of a big ask, but if you had to summarize those chapters for someone and just bottom line it, what would you say? Yeah, that's a great question. So I would (laughs) say um, chapter 15, I, when I read that chapter, I think of the golden rule. I think of treating others that you, the way that you would want to be treated, um, And a big part of it is putting others first. And I think Paul says that so many times in so many different ways. And that's something that we need to hear. Mm -hmm. As a society, we are taught that we need to always be looking out for number one for ourselves. But he says it in there. He says, if you put others first, you will actually be more fulfilled than if you just 
think about yourself all the time. So I think that that's a really important thing and kind of summarizing chapter 15 mm -hmm. or at least what I got from it. Um, and I really, really loved that. And 16 was very interesting as I was reading it. He's <laughs> like, greet this person, greet that person. I'm like, okay, Paul, like what? Why? What are we doing yeah, here? Like, why, why are you telling us to like greet people? What's happening? What's the significance of this? So I actually did a little bit of research and I was really interested um, at uh, one of my resources pointed out that most people mentioned that he tells to go and greet are commonplace individuals, which I thought was really cool. They're not important lawmakers. They're not these like professional theologians, they're just normal people like you and me, which is so inspiring. Mm -hmm. And I think he's just telling us, hey, you need to go love on your fellow brothers and sisters in Christ, which is so cool. And it, it is a, a beautiful reminder that we do. We need to unite and, and love each other. And I also just love the fact that he mentions so many females in the book too. I was like, yeah, <laughs> females. So many, so many Christ workers, Christ followers that are females too, which was just really inspiring. So um, I took a little bit of that away from chapter 16. And also, of course, at the end, he I feel like so many books of the Bible do this where they kind of say that word of warning and so much of his word of warning is about division, which again, another beautiful and important point um, in our world right now. Our world is so divided. Our country is so divided. And the peacemaker in me, I'm such a peacemaker. <laughs> um, it's it's so hard for me to see that. And so to have that reminder from Paul about be be aware of those who who are dividing you and come together because we're so much stronger when we're united. Um, I just think it's such a beautiful idea mm -hmm. and something I, I hope that we can strive for. It's a beautiful picture to think of the world uh, united like that. I love that he wraps it up that way too. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I was going to say, we you know, the world is so divided and we're not going to get it. We're not going to get off on this tangent, <laughs> but I just want to say it's just a beautiful reminder for the church yeah. and for mm -hmm. believers yep. to, um, to be very cautious. Yeah. Mm -hmm. We, we're called to be united. Such a great reminder. Um, so Kaylee, our memory verse for Romans chapter 15 was Romans, um, 15, four through six. So mm -hmm. I'm going to go ahead and read those and then we'll talk about the those verses a little bit, but, um, verse four, for everything that was written in the past was written to teach us so that through the endurance taught in the scriptures and the encouragement they provide, we might have hope. Mm. May the God who gives endurance and encouragement give you the same attitude of mind toward each other that Christ Jesus had so that with one mind and one voice, you may glorify the God and the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. So, if you take those verses right there, what what do those verses mean to you, Kaylee? And why do you think they're important? Yeah, I when I hear this verse, I, I love this verse. When I hear it, I just think of hope. I think that Jesus is our hope. And if we hold on to that, and if we never lose sight of that, we're going to be filled with the Lord's hope and love. And then we're going to be able to pour that to other people. And it is so important. It's so important for us to know in our hearts that that there is hope no matter what we're going through, because um, that's only going to fill us up and allow us to extend Christ's love to other people. Right. And I think these verses are a, a great reminder, too, of why we need to be in the word, um, because it says that everything was written to teach us. Um, so there are nuggets of hope and mm -hmm. wisdom and 
um, we can learn so much by reading uh, God's word. So I really liked that. I think it's a, a beautiful reminder too that the, and this goes back to why we still need to be in the word today, right? It's just not, not just, it's not just about the gospel and us coming to salvation. The Bible also teaches us how to walk this life out right. in a way that's mm -hmm. glorifying and honoring. And so it's not just for faith, but it's for life. Mm -hmm. And you see that reminder here. And this passage reminds me of the Romans 5, I think it's 3 through 5 that we talked about before, which is rejoicing in our affliction because mm -hmm. it produces endurance, right? Which produces character, which is Christ-likeness, which produces hope and mm -hmm. hope does not disappoint. And so when I read this, it mm, takes me back yeah. to that Romans 5. Also, when you see perseverance, I'm like, oh, it's going to be hard. Right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, so let's go to chapter 16. Our memory verse for chapter 16 was uh, verses 25 through 27. Now to him who is able to establish you in accordance with my gospel, the message I proclaim about Jesus Christ in keeping with the revelation of the mystery hidden for long ages past, but now revealed and made known through the prophetic writings by the command of the eternal God, so that all the Gentiles might come to the obedience that comes from faith to the only wise God be glory forever through Jesus Christ. Amen. Wow. Mm. Mm. What a, tell us a Very little powerful. bit about those <laughs> verses, Kaylee. Yeah, what, what I'm learning through reading these verses is that salvation is a gift from the Lord. Mm -hmm. It is not anything that we do. It is not our accomplishments and achievements in life uh, that make us righteous in God's sight. But our Savior has done that for us, and the gospel is fulfilled, and it is for every single person which is so beautiful. Amen. What a beautiful reminder that the gospel is for every single one of us. Yes. And you mentioned before too, Kaylee, that when Paul was talking about greeting, greeting, you know, it's not just for the people who are well-established mm -hmm. or well-known or who have lived the perfect life, which is absolutely impossible. None of us can. Um, but I, I just love so often in the Bible that the stories are about what God did in the lowly, the people who had what we would see as the biggest sin or the least of position, the least of these, mm -hmm. you know, um, so I, I, I love that. I love that reminder. And I love that it just wraps up with that. Like, hey, by the way, <laughs> just a reminder. <laughs> this, this is, is for, for everybody, everybody. Mm -hmm. everybody. As we've been going through the book of Romans, any, any other thoughts that you've had or anything else stood out to you um, mm. in any book? You can pick any book or any verse. Um, I just, I keep coming back. And maybe this is because of where I'm at right now and a lot of what I was sharing earlier about just what's been going on in my life, I just constantly come back to hope. Mm. And so that's just something that I hope mm -hmm. um, people hear when they're, when they're reading through this, if they're following along in the master classes, there, there is always hope in Jesus, um, no matter what you're going through. Um, if you just lean on him, he will guide you through every season. And if you, if you read this book, there, there are so many steps on how you can live like Christ and how you can follow him. 
Um, and I'll also share what we're learning in kids ministry right now, which I think is really important when, and applied to Romans here is that Jesus wants to be our forever friend. Like it's for everyone. He is for everyone and he wants to be our forever friend. So we just have to lean on him and have hope in him. Mm-hmm. When we think about hope. It's the expectation of what's to come. Mm-hmm. It's the expectation, the faith, the trusting in God's promises, right? right? That one day we will have eternal life. One yes. day there'll be no more sadness and no mm-hmm. more hurting and no more trials and no more suffering. But also it tells us that in the right now, in this time, that we have the hope in what's to come, but we also can rest in the promises for right now. And that's, he's never going to leave or forsake us, right? Amen. He's going to carry us through mm-hmm. even the most difficult of times. And he gives us his word, like we talked about before, to be able to navigate this life with endurance and with encouragement yes. and with a <laughs> reminder of hope of what's to come. So beautiful. beautiful. Amen. I mean, I cannot think of a better way mm-hmm. to wrap up our mm. summer series than to talk about just to leave our listeners with hope and mm. the hope that is found in Jesus. Uh, Kaylee, thank you so much for being here today. Mm -hmm. And ladies, thank you for listening to our As You Go summer series on the Book of Romans. If you're interested in learning more about Rolling Hills, download our Rolling Hills app, follow us on social media, or visit our website at rollinghills.church. As You Go podcast is part of the Rolling Hills Podcast Network, available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. Thanks again for tuning in. Please be sure to check out season five, which will be coming out this fall.